This is Chris Fuselay, owner of the Blake Street Tavern, with today's mental health tip. Sports fans, don't just sit there waiting for Jeff Bezos to fly into town on a silly rocket ship and save the men of orange. I love the smell of a prime deal in the morning. Get down to Lodo and check out the Blake Street Tavern, Denver's premier hoops hangout. We have the NBA League Pass, featuring every NBA game all season long, and we'll have Nuggets game sound on every night. No wonder the Joker says this is a great country. It's the Blake Street Tavern at Park and Blake, where Denver watches sports. What is up, Nuggets Nation? It is your boy, Anilo Piro of Mile High Sports, back at it again with the latest installment of the Denver Nuggets podcast right here on the Mile High Sports Podcast Network. Hope we are all doing well out there on this Tuesday, November the 18th, the year 2021. And uh, we've got ourselves a Denver Nuggets basketball game to talk about tonight. The Philadelphia 76ers coming to town to take on the Denver Nuggets. And uh, away we go here. We also... Got a little uh, good story from my guy TJ McBride that uh, was put up on MyLifeSports.com. Did a really excellent feature on Aaron Gordon, his defensive impact, and and really just how big of a difference maker he has been to this team this season, uh, and how you know his role will continue to ascend with this team. You know, as Jamal Murray gets healthy, as Michael Porter Jr. gets healthy, and we progress so on and so forth uh, throughout this season. So before we dive into all of it, guys, this podcast, as always, is presented by our friends over at the Blake Street Tavern. I know the Nuggets play the 76ers tonight, but I'll probably uh, drop on by Blake Street Tavern and uh, say what's up to the good people over there before I go in, maybe get a little food, a little dinner, and uh, away we go before I head over to the ball arena. But uh, Blake Street Tavern is the best sports bar in town, guys. Best sports bar with the best sports bar uh, food in town. Their buffalo chili is excellent. Their green chili is excellent. Uh, Everything is fantastic. Their chicken wings are superb. Everything about Blake Street Tavern is just A1. And I mean, when you want a traditional sports bar experience that's a little bit, you know, elevated, right? You know, big spaces, plenty of TVs, game sound, the whole nine. You're going to get that full environment, that full experience when you check out our friends over at Blake Street Tavern. Uh, Just a stone's throw away from Coors Field right there downtown. Great spot to get your pregame in and uh, take a scooter over to Ball Arena, drive over to Ball Arena, whatever you want to do. Start your night over at Blake Street Tavern though, guys. I'm there every Thursday for the most part. The Nuggets play tonight, so I won't be there very long, but uh, probably going to go back there Sunday as well because I write my NFL betting primer for MyAllySports.com and I usually write it from Blake Street on Thursday nights, but, you know, Nuggets play tonight, so I'll be at the game and uh, probably watch it all sweat out live uh, this Sunday. So good stuff. Be sure to check out our friends over at Blake Street Tavern. Tell them Mile High Sports sent you, and away we go. So, all right, uh, let's dive into some Denver Nuggets basketball here as the Philadelphia 76ers are going to come to town. But before we do that, let's go over just a, a quick recap of what we've seen here from the Nuggets as of late, right? So injuries have been a big theme And, uh, you know, we'll get to that here in a second as it pertains to tonight's game. But we've seen Denver, you know, they've been playing some pretty damn good basketball as of late. I know they uh, are, you know, coming off a loss here to the Dallas Mavericks uh, on Monday night. That was a road game, though. And obviously the injuries are playing a big role there. It was a 111-101 to loss for the Denver Nuggets. I think they were like the 7.5, 8-point underdog in that game. Uh, But before that, a nice little five-game winning streak and, you know, wins against the Houston Rockets, Miami Heat, Indiana Pacers, Atlanta Hawks, and the Portland Trailblazers. So some pretty quality wins here for the Denver Nuggets as they now find themselves with a record of 9-5 and five and in the middle of the pack of the NBA's Western Conference. So uh, obviously still very early in the season, but it's nice to see them kind of you know hit their stride a little bit there with that five-game winning streak. And it did come to an end on the second out of a back-to-back Monday against Dallas. But uh, now Denver's got two days off. They were off Tuesday and Wednesday, nothing. And I believe I saw the reports coming out from some Nuggets media that yesterday's practice was more of a mental practice for them, uh, just knowing how limited they are with some of the bodies 
that they have. I don't think they did too much physical exertion, if any at all, uh, during yesterday's practice. I know some players, I think Austin Rivers and Nikola Jokic, stayed behind after practice to get some shots up, but uh, you know, no plays, no, no, uh, not a lot of physical movement. It seems from the Denver Nuggets in a practice sense over the last couple of days, so they should be rested. I know that they're a little thin at some positions here, uh, but again, two full days off, and now they get to welcome the Philadelphia 76ers to town. But this is also the first game of a back to back as well. So two home games for Denver here, so they're not going to have to travel, which is certainly a plus. But you've got a Philly coming to town tonight, and then you've got the Chicago Bulls in town on Friday as well. Uh, the Chicago Bulls have been one of the most impressive teams in the NBA. This season 10 and 5 Chicago is uh Philly 8 and 7 but uh they have definitely struggled without Joel Embiid who will not be playing in this game which is unfortunate because you know it seems like everyone wants to consider Nikola Jokic and Joel Embiid as the 1A 1B uh best centers in the NBA and I don't think they faced off against each other since the year 2019 so uh, it has been quite a bit of time since we've seen the Jokic Embiid uh war go on on the hardwood so we're not going to see that tonight but uh, we're still going to have a game to take a look at still have a game to bet on tonight so you know just my general thoughts before we get into tonight's game in particular I, I think you know this is a team that is definitely a little injured right now but like I said that five game winning streak I think that says a lot about their ability to you know compartmentalize everything and just kind of put their best foot forward you know losing Will Barton's going to suck but, uh, you know, it seems like it shouldn't be all that extended. He's listed as doubtful for tonight's game against Philly, so I doubt he plays. Um, you know, so hopefully it's maybe another game or two and you can get, you know, throw back in the rotation there. But, you know, all things considered, considering, you know, Michael Porter Jr. really struggled out of the gate for this team. Obviously, no Jamal Murray still for a couple of months. You know, you've got to be happy with where this team is at, 9-5. and five. And a large reason as to why this team is where they're at, obviously their offensive output has been solid, uh, really increasing that. We'll dive that. We'll dive into that here in a second. But also their defense and you know, I, I, I want to save the Aaron Gordon conversation for the second part of the show because I've got some good quotes from my guy TJ McBride's story on MyLifeSports.com. Uh, seriously, you got to check this story out. It's, it's really just a fantastic feature on Aaron Gordon's impact on the team since he was traded here last year. You know, but they're really just starting to play really solid collective basketball, right? You're seeing increased offensive production. You're seeing increased defense produ- defensive production. And it's all kind of coming together at the same time, right? And, and for the last few years, sometimes defense has been Denver's biggest issue. And obviously, Aaron Jeremy Grant was a big uh, element of upping their defense a couple of years ago. Obviously, he departs to Detroit. You bring in Aaron Gordon. And, and you know, that's really, I'm sure, Michael, I mean, I'll, I'll read you the quotes here in a second. Michael Malone is head over heels for Aaron Gordon right now. This is the defensive anchor he's been needing uh, his entire tenure as Nuggets head coach, and now he's got it in AG. So, you know, it, it's been a little bit of a perfect storm for Denver over these last six games. Again, I know they're coming off the loss to Dallas, but second night of a back-to-back, and it ended a five-game winning streak. So, you know, the collective body of work here over the last week and a half or so has been pretty impressive from Denver, and you want to see that kind of continue here because, you know, if they can play this well and be at 9-5 and five and beat some of these quality teams without Michael Porter Jr. and without Jamal Murray, it really makes you think that, hey, if you get these guys back, Jamal Murray in particular, because, you know, there's there's a lot of questions with Michael Porter Jr. right now, but we know that Jamal Murray is that top dog. We know that Jamal Murray is going to bring that fierce energy and that edge and tenacity to the hardwood every single night. I mean, they're playing pretty good basketball, tough-nosed basketball. Now, they're only going to get tougher. They're only going to get stronger as the season progresses, so long as everyone who's currently playing can remain healthy and you get back some reinforcements. And, and not just any reinforcements, some some top-notch quality reinforcements in Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. So obviously Michael Porter Jr. a little bit more of a wild card factor than just how he was playing through his first eight or nine games before this little back injury that he's been dealing with. But still, I mean, it, it, it's hard to not think of what this team can be, uh, you know, because just considering, you know, what they've done here recently. And maybe that five-game winning streak was a little bit of a flash in the pan, but I'm inclined to believe you. You know, this this, this is Nikola Jokic we're talking about here. I mean, look at the advanced stats. 
I mean, we're talking about a guy who is making a case early on here to be a back-to-back league MVP. I mean, this guy is a difference maker game in and game out. As long as Nikola Jokic is on the court, it doesn't matter who's around him. They're going to have a chance to win the game. And, I mean, they rip off that five-game winning streak again against some pretty quality opponents. The Rockets are no good, but they beat the Heat. Obviously, that was the Jokic shove game. Then they beat the Pacers at home without Nikola Jokic. They win that one 101-98. They take down the Hawks. They take down the Trailblazers and then lose to Dallas. I mean, that's about as uh, strong of a stretch of games as you can have right now if you're Denver. So, you know, you, you got to worry about watering your own grass if you're Denver, though, right? You, you see Golden State kind of taking off. Phoenix, I believe, is riding a 10-game winning streak right now as well. You can't worry about that right now. I think the fact that Denver is as good as they are with who they've got is certainly a sign for optimism as we progress forward throughout this NBA season. So uh, let's transition here to tonight's game from a betting perspective. So you've got Philly coming to town. Again, no Joel Embiid. Uh, I'm seeing Denver here, a couple different books with a couple different prices, but Denver right around the minus 7.5 point favorite against the spread. Some shops have them at minus 8, so be sure to shop your lines because you're going to want to get that minus 7.5 if you can. Um, and obviously, you know, if, if Joel Embiid is playing in this game, it's probably closer to Denver minus 2.5, Denver minus 3. But obviously no Joel Embiid is going to make this, uh, uh, it's going to, you know, flip-flop this line on its head here so you've got Denver laying the seven and a half points that's the number I'm going to go with we've also got a total of 210 and Denver coming in at minus 330 on the money line come back for Phillies at plus 270 so you know if you want to take a flyer on Philly a good number there for you know a team that has some talent but again no Joel Embiid uh, Danny Green also out for the Philadelphia 76ers for this game but uh, you know the Denver Nuggets are not you know spot clean on the injury report either as we said Will Barton listed as doubtful so it's unlikely that he will play tonight and he's been a, a, a key factor in kind of uh, this revival or this little five game run that they've got on here so no Will Barton no Zeke Naji, who's more of a fringe rotation player at this point as well but I mean that's just a one less body so you're going to see some of the green bros you're going to see some more Bones Highland as well who was popping up on the injury report earlier this week uh, you know so a little short man you know you don't want to see anyone go down if you're the Nuggets but you know without Joel Embiid regardless of the Nuggets injuries this is still a very winnable game and obviously the odds makers tend to agree uh, making Denver minus 330 on the money line here and I'm not gonna lie at first glance the minus seven and a half, even the minus eight is a little intriguing. And I, I tend to not like playing these big numbers, but Philly, I believe, has lost their last, yeah, they've lost their last five games in a row without Joel Embiid. Their defense has been absolutely atrocious. I don't have the number in front of me, but I think they're allowing something like 106 points per 100 possessions right now, which is like 28th uh, in the league. So their defense has been dismal. And we just saw F- uh, Philadelphia get beat up by Rudy Gobert and company in Utah. So you're going to be able to see Nikola Jokic take advantage of that weak interior defense from the Philadelphia 76ers. So from a scheming matchup perspective, obviously they're still going to have Tyrese Maxey. They're going to have some other scorers on that team, Philly will. you know. But I, I look at Denver here as having you know a, a significant clear-cut advantage across the board here for this game. So you know we're going to have to see how it shakes out. But at first glance, you know I definitely think the minus 7.5, minus 8 for Denver, is, it's a fair, fair number, all things considered. It's a bigger number for the NBA. you know. But this could be one of those games that if Denver comes out and plays like they have in recent time, I know they lost to Dallas on Monday, but if they can come back and play like they were during that five-game winning streak, if they get up and they can get up 15, you know, double-digit points on Philly, you know, I'm not sure that Philly has the tenacity here. Second game at altitude after playing in Utah last night, or the night before that, excuse me. I'm not sure if they have the tenacity to want to, you know, strike back, especially without having their leader in the game and uh, Joel Embiid. And you throw in no Danny Green, who, you know, who's kind of their three-point specialist, someone you can rely on and get you some points if you need. You know, life is not going to be easy here for the Philadelphia 76ers in this game. So that's kind of what I'm looking at here for this one. You know, my, like I said, my early thoughts here, Denver minus 7.5. And, and and the reason why is because Denver's offense has been stepping it up, right? You know, early in the year, there was a little bit of a low with Denver's offense. 
But, um, you know, they've really done a good job. They're actually th- shooting 34.8% from three-point range over this last five, six-game stretch here. So, you know, the they are just fantastic. Denver, their last five games, uh, points per possession, they're averaging about 100 points per. They're leading the pack in that category. Their offense has been one of the best units over the last week and a half or so. And I think if they're able to maintain that pace and kind of stay the course, there's no reason why they should be able to take advantage and beat down on a Philadelphia 76ers team that is currently depleted. So, again, I'm taking a look at Denver tonight. I just, I, 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 it's hard for me to make a case for Philly without Joel Embiid. You know, even though the spread is a little bigger here, I just, it, it's hard for me to make a case. What do we, what do we lie? you know, the only way, Philly, Philly, if Denver lays a goose egg, right? That's that's kind of the recipe here for Philly. And I just don't see Denver laying a goose egg here tonight. I think you know, Jokic has a strong matchup advantage. You know, maybe if the Nuggets just go dry from shooting. You know, maybe that's the case here, but again, I'm not going to bet on that. I'm going to bet on Denver to, you know, get back on track here, especially coming off a loss on Monday. I like them to get back on track here against Philly. I'll lay the seven and a half points at first glance here. Um, the, oh, the over of 210, I'm going to probably pass the total here. I just don't know because, again, if Philly gets blown out, this could go under, but maybe Philly, you know, keeps within striking distance. Maybe this goes over, big scoring game from Maxi or something. And where Philly's really weak is on the defensive end, right? Philly should be able to score, but if Denver's top tier defense, you know, starts to, you know, continue to play at the, at the level in which it has over the last few games, you know, it's not going to be easy going for Philly's offensive players. So we'll see. But, uh, okay, I want to talk about Aaron Gordon now as we're on the topic of defense. But before we do that, uh, let me tell you again about our friends over at Blake Street Tavern, guys. My favorite sports bar in town. It is just fantastic. I usually go down there every Thursday, every Sunday, uh, getting ready for the NFL slate, watching some Thursday night football. The food is great. The drink selection is great. They've got the uh, basketball hoops downstairs. They got the shuffleboard, giant Jenga. They got skee ball. They got a pool table. Blade Street Tavern is by far the number one sports bar in Colorado. There's no other choice. It is the best place to be. Whether you want to watch football on Sunday, college basketball throughout the week, college football on Saturday, uh, you know, you want to watch the Nuggets and the Abs, they've got that every single game day. They've got game sound for your Nuggets and Avalanche. During Rocky season, it's just a stone's throw away from Coors Field. Great game to go get your pregame in. It is just fantastic. Our friends over at Blake Street Tavern have been doing it for over a decade down there at the BST next to Coors Field. So do yourself a favor, guys. If you're looking to enhance your sports viewing experience, you want some good grub, you want some good drinks, do yourself a favor and check out our friends over at the Blake Street Tavern. All right, let's get back on track here. So talking to Aaron Gordon, right? And I want to give credit and give kudos to my guy, TJ McBride. He is a Nuggets writer for us at MileHighSports.com. And he put together this excellent feature, which you guys should all go and read on MileHighSports.com. It's really sensational work from TJ. And, uh, you know, he did some good sourcing, got some good quotes. And, uh, you know, the story is all about Aaron Gordon's impact on the Denver Nuggets defense. And really the Denver Nuggets as a whole, but in particular on defense. So uh, I, I'm going to go ahead and kind of comb through some of the big things here from the story as TJ really did a solid job with this one and really just go ahead and kind of try to paint a picture for the impact that Aaron Gordon has had on this team. And the first thing that stands out to me with Aaron Gordon and one of the first things, first things that TJ writes in his story is with the difference of the Nuggets' defensive rating with and without Aaron Gordon on the floor. So the Denver Nuggets so far this season, they've posted a defensive rating of 97.2 when Aaron Gordon's on the floor, which is the best mark in the NBA, 97.2. When Aaron Gordon is not on the court, the Denver Nuggets' defensive rating spikes all the way up to 107.8, which is now in the middle of the pack at 15th. So, I mean, it's night and day difference with Aaron Gordon versus without Aaron Gordon. Again, this is still without Jamal Murray, 
And I know Michael Porter Jr. doesn't make that big of a def- uh, defensive impact, but still, you know, you're you're without him as well. And I, you know, I think looking at the difference here again, ninety-seven point two is the rating when he's on the floor. One hundred seven point eight is the rating with him when he's off the floor. So Aaron Gordon is clearly a massive difference maker for this team. That's what they brought him in to be, right? You know, he's kind of the fourth option when everything's rocking and rolling for this team. And he's not, you know, a a pure scorer like a Jamal Murray or like a Michael Porter Jr. can be when he's, you know, locked in the right way. You know, and Aaron Gordon's fine with kind of being able to be that defensive anchor. Obviously, Denver paid him very well this offseason, and he's really done a good job of kind of stepping up into this 2-3 hybrid role, um, you know, with Michael Porter Jr. out, with no Jamal Murray. And, you know, I I think, has he been earth-shattering great MVP-esque? Absolutely not, but he's been exactly what the Denver Nuggets needed. He's been a consistent, high-quality player on a night-in and night-out basis for the most part. And he's really bringing it on the defensive end of the floor, which I know is going to make Michael Malone smile. So um, there were some fantastic quotes from Coach Malone in this story from TJ. I'll go ahead and read a couple of them to you uh, just so we can go ahead and kind of set the table for just how big of an impact Aaron Gordon's had on this team in the locker room and on the defensive side of things as well. So, you know, it's really just good to see this team finally stepping up on defense too, right? Because there was a couple years there, you know, when they were playing Portland in the playoffs, playing some of these other teams in the playoffs where we knew the offense was there, but Malone was preaching defense, 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 and they never got it. So it's nice to see them now get this anchor in Aaron Gordon that's able to, you know, lock it down defensively. But here, here's a quote from head coach Michael Malone talking about Aaron Gordon. He says, I think he is a big reason that we are, as a team, have the number two defense in the NBA, which is incredible. It is not just Aaron, but I do think he kind of leads that charge. When you have a guy who can guard, who can contain, who can play one-on-one, it allows you to stay away from helping and committing two bodies to the ball. You get beat when you cannot contain the ball, and you can get beat when you have to send a double team. Teams are going to generate open looks because of that. That is what happens when you put two. Uh, that is what happens when you put two on the ball defensively. When you have a defender like Aaron who can guard, cover, and even and even when he is beat, has that size and speed and athleticism to get back and play and have an impact that helps everybody on the floor. Another quote, he says, having a guy like Aaron Gordon, who in my opinion is one of the best defenders in the NBA, it allows you to put him on the likes of Luka Doncic, Jean Morant, Trey Young, or CJ McCollum, whoever it is, and hopefully make life difficult for those players. I think to this date, Aaron has done a great job of that. Having a guy like Aaron Gordon is is comforting for a coach, knowing that you can put him on the opposing team's best player. And that's where Aaron Gordon's impact is, right? Jeremy Grant, like I said, kind of served in a role, a little bit lesser of a role. You know, Aaron Gordon is probably a better, more consistent defensive player, bigger defensive player than Jeremy Grant was for the Denver Nuggets. And the fact that you can put him on the opposing team's best player. LeBron's coming into town, Aaron Gordon, right? Kawhi's coming to down, Aaron Gordon. Steph's coming to down, Aaron Gordon. Uh, Giannis is coming to down, Aaron Gordon. Uh, you have your army. You have your, you know, your your guy now that you say go out. It's like a lockdown corner in the NFL. You know, it's like a Pat Sertain. It's like a Champ Bailey. You know, you've got your guy that you can say, okay, here's their number one. I'm going to throw my number one, and my number one's damn near as good as your number one, at least on the defensive side of the ball, right? He can make life misery for some of these people. So overall, Aaron Gordon's impact on this team has really been sensational to watch, and his ascension as a as a prime defensive player in the league this season has been fantastic as well. So it's all a recipe for success for the Denver Nuggets. So we'll see what happens here tonight. Again, they're taking on the Philadelphia 76ers. Denver, the 7.5-point favorite against the spread. I'm leaning towards playing Denver there. Just no Joel Embiid for Philly does not give me any confidence whatsoever with them. So uh, my early lean is Denver minus 7.5. I'd say probably bet that earlier in the day rather than later in the day. Uh, as this line might be able to spike up before people kind of hop on that thought process as well. But good stuff, and uh, they've got the Chicago Bulls coming to town tomorrow as well. So we'll, we'll see how it all shakes out, see how Aaron Gordon continues to progress 
and uh, away we go. That's going to do it for us on this Denver Nuggets podcast, guys. want to thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to follow me on social media, you can do so at Media by AP on Instagram and Twitter. Stay up to date with me there. And again, be sure to check out our friends over at the Blake Street Tavern, my favorite sports bar in town. I know it's going to be your favorite sports bar. So if you're there on a Thursday or a Sunday, hit me up on Twitter. Let's connect. I'll buy you a drink. And uh, away we go. But thanks for listening, guys. We will talk to you soon. And away we go. Let's see how the Nuggets play tonight against the Philadelphia 76ers. And uh, talk to you guys later this week. Thank you.